0: Ramble.
1: Pretty basic. Hey guys, welcome back. We're here with part two of the TK Alicia business masterclass. Pretty um, juicy basic. A pretty juicy basic ju- episode. E- uh, yes. A pretty basic class. episode. Masterclass. Of what? to do and what not to do in this industry. Um, If you listened to part one already, it came out last week. Long story short, in that episode, TK and I really kind of like dive into our working relationship, what she does for me, how she does that. She also has her personal like YouTube podcast, all of that. Um, What it's like for me being 14 years into this industry, her being four years into this industry. We definitely go into our like even our friendship, like how I feel like so many people just like are so curious about our friendship, working relationship, everything together. So if you have not listened or watched that episode. Definitely do that if you want the context
2: of who we are. It's essentially part 1 yes. of this two-part epic pretty basic juicy series.
1: Yes. And today's episode though, I'm excited cuz we're about to pop off. We're I want to dive into the stuff that not a lot of people talk about for advice of what to do and what not to do in this industry for creators. How do you, you know, making relationships with brands, you know, finding managers, red flags in managers, things your team should or should not be doing. Are they taking advantage of you? How do you even just network with your peers? Mm -hmm. Like what it's like having friendships that turn business um, all of that kind of stuff. We're so prepared. We have a little PowerPoint that we're not gonna share with you. We but have like, like a four
2: part <laughs> document.
1: Yeah, we have a little Google Doc. So we have the computer out excuse me. today. Can I just
2: say, thank you so much for having me on.
1: Oh, but it's, it's just a
2: pleasure. I, if I'm being honest, I'm just so happy to be here.
1: <laughs> this is like our favorite thing to do every single time we're driving or just together. We always talk about YouTube industry. Like you'll always throw random questions at me. And I always like, you know, off the wall questions that have to do with like this industry or like advice that I would have for you or random stuff like that. And we always say we need to just film it. So that's what this episode is. I also think this episode is really good for creators who have been around for a long time. Um, like I said in the last episode, this is my 14th year since I've made my YouTube channel, which is insane or slay. You, you started working for me four years ago, but you also started posting more consistently on your YouTube um, and your podcast two years ago. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have the Gen Z and the um, veteran- uh, Millennial. <laughs> millennial perspective on the entertainment digital industry. That is YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all of the social media platforms. And I think what's interesting, whether you've been around for a long time or not, I feel like we both have seen creators come up and down really quick along with ones that have longevity sometimes creators do things and i just want to shake them i'm like oh my god like focus on the long-term gains like you i remember like we always talk about short-term gains versus long-term gains yeah and so many creators are just like narrow-minded and they only see views and money and they don't really like take five steps back and look into the big picture of the brand they're potentially building unless they screw it up and don't even build one. Cause I think that also happens.
2: Absolutely. And we're looking to build a career here. Yeah. Not just, you know, one great video. 10
1: seconds of fame, which is fine if that's what you want. I think a lot of people, maybe they don't want this to be the career and they're just like, you know what? I'm just doing whatever. That's totally fine. Taking a step back and realizing what kind of creator you want to be is the first, the best start. If you don't know, that's fine. You can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us at least we're sitting here and we want to do this as long as possible. We want to, you know, both of us do this. You also work for me still, but it's like a full-time thing, you know? Yeah. Um, podcasts, main channel. I have my vlog channel. Oh, like- it
2: lives free in my head. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: So I think we have some interesting takes on this. I think first though, we should definitely kind of elaborate more on how you're a newer creator and I'm not as much so. So I'm curious from your perspective, what advice do you have for a newer creator? Who either wants to start posting or they just now recently started posting as someone who has gained a lot of traction in
2: the past two years. My first piece of advice would to be, this is so stupid and simple, but post a fork, fork ton, post a fork ton, but it needs to be quality. Like it's got to be good and it's got to be consistent and I feel like I used to be one of those people that was like, what matters more? Like quality or quantity? Mm. And like, they both matter mm. a lot. And what I would tell my younger self though is don't let, while I would say it needs to be good, don't let perfect be the evil of good. Mm. So, cause I'm a perfectionist yeah. and, and we're threes on the Enneagram and a lot of creators are threes yeah. and like to be the achiever, the best. Yeah. So I think it's important to whatever is your version of perfect is almost unrealistic sometimes in my head what my version of perfect is. And sometimes it's best to just get it up. I think at the end of the day, like for me, quantity is better than quality. Like get your shit up. So much of, you know, YouTube and the social media world is trial and error. And Mm. it's just throwing it up there, seeing what sticks And you know what? You should cringe at your old content. That means you've grown a lot. You should look back and be like, oh my God, I can't even watch that. Please don't watch. That's good. That means you've grown a lot and gotten better.
1: Oh my God. It was just like the TikTok that I sent you and Ollie the other day. We have this group chat because Ollie Tiki and I are like very like YouTube business like mindset. (laughs) Brene Brown, if you have not heard of her, she is an amazing writer. And um, she basically, it was this TikTok saying that perfectionism is a defense mechanism. Yeah. And if that is not the truest thing I've ever heard, people pride themselves on being a perfectionist. I used to. I know you used to also until I feel like we've learned like, oh, that's actually not something to flex about because it means we're actually not doing shit. It means we're hiding behind the idea that, oh, well, I want it to be perfect. So I'm not even going to attempt. Totally. I'm not even going to try. Well, I'm such a perfectionist, blah, 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 blah. That is the biggest defense mechanism because you are giving yourself an out yeah. of why you're being lazy look, and why you're not doing it. Look
2: who's out there doing it,
1: you know? It's better to do it half It's ass. hard to do it's it. It's better to do it halfway. It's better for it to, it'll never be perfect. And it's hard. Literally, even when I posted the parallel, like documentary, yeah. right? My sister and I came out with a clothing brand. I made this huge, like 30 minute video. Epic blah, video, blah, blah, go blah, watch epic. it. Epic, literally I went over it so many times. I upload it, I'm like in tears, I'm so excited. I'm like, it's perfect. It's perfect, every transition, every music beat, like every, everything. I got the fucking date wrong, <laughs> the fucking date. And if that wasn't the epitome of Alicia, it's just, it's not, nothing, it's never gonna nothing I've put yeah. out is perfect. Sometimes there's stupid oversights like that, but you will, it's just, oh my God. So if you right now are not posting, On social media.
2: Because it's not good enough.
1: And you're a perfectionist. You need to have a real hard look with yourself and realize that you are hiding behind that perfectionism. Mm. And there's a bigger issue there than you being a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. That is not the reason you're not uploading. You're scared. And it's okay to admit that. No one says you can't be scared. I'm fucking scared all the time. Yeah. I'm like, is this gonna perform well? Is this gonna do good? Are people gonna think it's stupid? Like every single thing that I usually post or upload, I'm like, eh, like someone's gonna have an opinion about. Yes, that's oh, It's that's the game. That's the game of social media. Someone's gonna always have an opinion. Um, and it's so easy to say, don't care. I still care. I think that's my piece of advice for newer creators. Don't think you're ever gonna be ready don't think like, okay, I'm going to wake up and be like, wow, today I'm actually ready to start posting. No.
2: It's not a way to live it's, life. It's yeah. not a way to
1: live life. Mm-hmm. It's also, I don't Same know. Same
2: with dating. Like, I yes. think we're, we're oh bad at this God. too. Like waiting, this is a bad, I don't want to go too off, far off on this tangent, but I think a lot of girls are like afraid to date mm-hmm. because they're waiting for the perfect guy. Yeah. When really it's like, and it, no one's going to meet that. It's good to have expectations, yes. but like so, for a perfectionist yes. people, we need to lower them. Yes,
1: yes, to yeah. be more realistic. Oh uh-huh. my god,
2: yeah! Like get the damn video up, see how yeah. it does, yes. and you never know; it might be the thing that hits for you and your audience.
1: Also, I'm—I feel so lucky that it did take a long time for my channel to really pop off because I dabbled in comedy, I, d- I dabbled in makeup tutorial, I dabbled in so many different things until I realized what I actually wanted to build a career off of. So many people underestimate that. So many people think my first video has to be exactly what I'm gonna be for the next 10 years. One, you're not gonna be the same in 10 years, like at all. The brand, it's gonna change. You know what I mean? Like you may start out in gaming and realize that you have a huge love for baking. You know what I mean? Like it can change, you can do all of it. You can have different channels. Look at Mr. Beast. You can have, like, there's no formula to Like you can do whatever you really want. Just
2: do it. Also, It shows like your followers and your audience is actually really smart and they can tell like what you're genuinely interested in versus what you're doing just for a trend. Don't get me wrong. I think trends are great.
1: Oh, totally. And I'm always like,
2: Alicia, let's jump on this or whatever. But you can tell when someone's like passionate about something or I mean- Remy prime example yeah. with cooking with Remy, that bitch loves to cook, yeah. you know? And she loves to host and try new recipes. And that's why that whole segment on her channel mm-hmm. is, it, it does so well, it performs yeah. well because she's so interested in it. Oh, no one would watch
1: me cook like fair foods. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm not gonna eat this. And like, it shows <laughs> across
2: on camera. Yes. So all of that to say, if you have any interest in anything, um, you know, try try and film it. And see if it hits.
1: What is some I listen, this is my favorite question to ask TK in any type of category. What is something that you either used to judge before you were an established creator or now you just understand more after being on this side of it?
2: Um, so much.
1: Like what's the, I'm I love this question.
2: I think that the first thing that I'm thinking of is us being on set because I'm on set a lot with Alicia and I remember like times you would have people on set for you like unpack your stuff or like tie your shoe or like <laughs> literally do like normal people things yeah. like, you know, order lunch. I'm like, is it that forking hard for you yeah. to like get on your Postmate app? you like, and, you're like, already order on your phone yeah. in the makeup chair. Yeah. And- yeah, or like stuff like that. And now being a little bit on this side of it, I so understand how much the little things help you. Like you don't have the brain space to think of that in that moment because you're so stressed and focused on like the shots you're trying to get, what you're trying to sell, whatever it is on set. Like your mind is a million places. Like those little things that others can help with is so underrated. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel like both of us need to do a better job at like, reiterating to those helping like thank you so much you don't understand yeah like because I, I used to not understand I'd be like why is she having her unpack for yeah. her like Alicia like unpack yeah or like or Alicia make your coffee yeah. you know what I mean or like stuff like that and now I understand how much of a value yes. that is to you and oh how helpful God. that is because when I had my first ever shoot for my podcast oh, Alicia came and it was with our dear friend and awesome photographer, Alex Stone. Yes. And I was so nervous and so excited. And like, I knew I had a it certain was like amount of time. It was
1: like your first real time being talent. Yes.
2: Yeah, and I had to get all these shots in a certain amount of time. And it was really expensive. And I was paying out of pocket. And, you know, I just paid for hair and makeup. I wanted yeah. it to look good. And like having you and Julia there to like help with the tiniest things like Making sure I was eating, um, yeah. helping me undo my heels, yeah, like uh, picking up my outfits, like dabbing my, like having hair and makeup, like yeah. things like that are so helpful. Yes. And um, yeah, that's something I definitely. I was like, this bitch is lazy, and not uh, like I get it. <laughs> yeah. Also, like before I did all of this, Alicia would have me do a ton of like outlines mm-hmm. or yeah, we just talked about this yeah, today. yeah, yeah, coming up with outlines um, for like. For instance, pretty basic or coming out with outlines for the videos that we're doing or um, coming up with, you know, fun facts about the guests we're having on and stuff like that. And in my head, I would I would always do it and I would always do a good job. But in my head, I was like, she's not going to use this. Or mm-hmm. you'd be like, hey, can you start the thumbnail or like, yeah. hey, can you blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I know she's not going to like this. Yeah. Right. Because you're just you are a perfectionist to some for degree. For instance, right? the
1: last thumbnail I had you make for me, I ended up not using. I'm so sorry.
2: No, you used the <laughs> the picture that i cut out no <laughs> you did it the credit card one yeah no use a different picture I used a different picture see Fuck this bitch.
1: But I was, so when I saw that PSD, I literally went, oh, thank God. Like I was so, and then it it helped me see the vision. And I was like, okay, I like where this is going. I think I'm going to use this photo behind
2: instead. Yeah. See, on my perspective, I'm like, why the fork did you not use? I wasted all that time, blah, blah, blah. But now being on your side, I understand how helpful that would be if someone made the thumbnail for me and I realized, oh, this is what I don't like about that. I'm going to make it my own way. Yeah. Or.
1: Even just, what does someone else think it should look like?
2: Yeah. You know? Or, for instance, that, like, outlines and things like that, even if you don't use it, I understand how it is a value to you, even if you don't use it. Yeah. And it's a really big win if she does use it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty basic.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and...
1: Okay, going back to cooking with Remy. Remy having her cooking show. If I was to do that, it would hit very different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think a lot of creators, new or old, look at someone like Emma Chamberlain painting outside. And they say, oh, that did really well. I'm going to do that. People fail to realize people don't care about the painting. They care about Emma painting. The creator, the creator, you know? So I think you kind of have to sit back with yourself. I'm going to say this a lot throughout both of these past episodes. Take 10 steps back, look at the big picture. Do they care about what I'm doing or do they care about the fact that I'm doing it? Me as a creator, especially someone in the lifestyle category, it's a very big genre, right? Some days are fitness. Some days are shopping. Some days are makeup. I'm not like too niche down, which is great because I have a lot of freedom. So as a creator, take 10 steps back, look at your content and say, is my content about making pancakes or is it about me making pancakes? What do people want to see? Do they want to see me do the challenge? Do they want to see the challenge? Do they want to see a how-to tutorial of a smoky eye? Do they want to see me make that smoky eye? There's, and both are fine. The prime example of this, this was a huge turning point in my career. I was doing very viral life hacks, okay? The most viewed life hack videos at the time, this is 2017, 2016, were ones where you didn't even see the face of the person doing it. Very like five minute crafts, right? Mm. They got, tens of millions of
2: views, okay? Because they didn't care who was doing it. They just wanted the hacks. They
1: just wanted the hacks. It was five minutes. It was to the point. Quickly, I realized, wait, I'm literally taking myself out of my content. People don't give a shit about me. They're watching the views, but I could never sell them anything. The video is going viral on Facebook, but they're empty views as a creator, i that was a moment where I said, wow, these views aren't worth it to me because I want people to give a shit about me. I want people to T- be invested in my life. Yeah, I think a lot of TikTokers are coming to this realization because they're getting 6 million views, 22 million views on one six second vi- video. But then maybe brands aren't really wanting to work with them as much because there's no ROI. There's not much of a return there because views doesn't equal a return. Here's the thing. You have to realize, again, both are fine. If you want to be five-minute crafts and make millions of dollars doing that, cool. But if you yourself want to be an actual like creator and be the face of things, you have to adjust your content. And um, I think that's something where, again, ask yourself, is it about making pancakes or is it about the fact that you're making those pancakes? Mm-hmm. And own that. And you, know, you might get more views one way or the other, but you really have to think about what you want.
2: I think a good start to channeling that is... Thinking, okay, what are common denominators about me and my personal brand that are going to shine throughout each type of video I'm going to do? For instance, when I started and I already was naturally wearing red lips all the time and I was always wearing red, Alicia was like, bitch, you got to make that your color. I was like, no, you stand out so much. She was like, do not change a thing. You got to make that, like, anytime you're out in public, be wearing those red lips. Be, like, wearing, get the red back. Get the red everything. And make it your brand. So then people are like, oh, my God, yeah, that's TK, the juicy, like, silly girl from the Midwest with the flames and the red and whatever. And so people But it came natural. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. you
1: faking it, and so it's that's what honing was so in. easy. Yes. Yeah,
2: so it's honing in on things that you already naturally do. For instance, Alicia, what are some things you've like honed in on for yourself?
1: For instance, in the past, I remember everyone loved like crazy, like bright colors and stuff, and I loved pastels. Mm. And I was like, instead of conforming to what was quote trendy, I made, made it my it own. Your thing. I made it my own, and I I rocked that. And I think more than ever people are just so scared to rock what they think looks good because of course they want to be trendy or be cool or whatever. But what happens is what's happening now I go on Instagram and I'm like, I don't know half of these people names. They all look like the same.
2: Yes. And yeah, that's, that's the thing. And she's always said, you're like TK don't change, like own that because that's what makes you stand out. No one is out here talking about how great the corn is in the Midwest other than me. Literally no one is, no one from the Midwest is, Channeling and owning that they're from the Midwest more than I'm making it my brand. I'm like, you, you don't even see me here. I'm from the Midwest. Like but that's what I want people to know yeah, and remember.
1: Yeah. Whereas, uh,
2: not saying that it's bad, but everyone moves to LA and you know starts a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. right? And Alicia, like, I was so lucky I had her because she was like, "No, own that you moved all the cro- all the way across the country here." But and I have to doing say all that
1: that's also coming from me, who grew up an hour outside of here. I cannot use that. I can't use that. Yeah, that's something not like I didn't move across the country. Mm-hmm. I, that's so admirable to me. So when people don't own that, I'm like, that's one of your. That's your secret sauce. Yes. Like uh, you have something that people can relate to that I could never even try mm-hmm. to have. Yeah. Because I don't have that experience. But a lot of people would be like, oh, like yeah, I'm just from like Indiana, da 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 da, whatever. No, like yeah. Oh my god, like I. That's something like the I. I truly don't know what it feels like to move across the country on, on your own.
2: So that being said, I would say get a list or, mm-hmm. or get, get a piece of paper out.
1: Literally right now.
2: And write driving. down, yeah, and write down things that are just naturally about you that you cannot change.
1: They don't, you don't even have to feel like they're necessarily special.
2: No, no, that, that's the key that's is the that, key. They're, that they're not because more people are relate, right? Where are you from? Where were your parents born? How many siblings do you have? Are you tight with your cousins? Like random fun facts, right? Like 50 fun facts about you and shit you're just obsessed with and that are so unapologetically yourself. And through there, you will create your personal brand. And that's gonna make you stand out no matter what type of trend or video that you do.
1: Literally branding 101. Okay, I wanna talk about building relationships in this industry. One, it's very hard, but also two, it's easier than you think. It's an oxymoron, mm-hmm. <laughs> what I literally just said. However, there's truth to both sides. I think it is harder to make good relationships because it's a little overwhelming. And you want quality relationships, right? With yeah, with peers, with brands, with your management. But it's also so much easier to do than I think a lot of people think. Mm. And that is what holds a lot of creators back is not putting an effort to have... relationship with a brand absolutely team with your peers with um you you don't even have to be friends with everyone but just Mm. you know in the end if there's another creator in the room they're a colleague of mine even if I'm not even close to them
2: relationships take time and effort yeah like you know when you're like I'm not ready for a boyfriend for instance and you're like I'm just too busy Mm -hmm. because that uh, when I'm dating someone they're getting a lot of time from me yeah right and energy you as should your peers, your yep. manager, and your brand relationships if you're a creator. Like that should take a lot of time and energy. Yeah. Because they're putting a lot of time and energy into you, and I feel like for a relationship like ours to be so successful, yeah. um there it has to be mutual.
1: We touched a lot on the last episode about our relationship, working friendship, everything. What advice would you have for creators to find a mentor?
2: That's a great question. I think one of the dumbest thing that new creators, whether you're small or big, Mm -hmm. are not doing is not utilizing the veterans. Ooh, that's tea. Right? So there's people, and this could be for any career you're in, there's people out there that have been doing this for 10 plus years, and you're not going to ask them any questions about mistakes they've made, wins they've made. Um, you know, they they have so much knowledge from experience is priceless and they have so much knowledge and you're new to this. Maybe you're bigger than them, but you're new. Mm. You're a rookie, mm. okay? You, Alicia, for instance, is an uh, incredible resource and veteran that I'm so lucky and privileged to be in the presence with a lot. But um, I think a big thing a lot of new creators are missing out on is the ability to use their blue check mark or non-blue check mark and slide into a veteran's DMs and maybe ask for advice. Ask them to go to coffee. Um, And you'd be surprised how many creators, OG creators want to help someone and they're here to give you some really great advice and maybe help you with five to 10 things that could have, that made you burn out. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe the advice that Alicia gives you is going to help you not have a crazy burnout moment like she did. Probably because she's been doing it 10 years and she knows what the fork to do or 14 years. I don't know. I I just think it's insane that people don't use their resources wisely with people that have been doing this for so long and are experts.
1: You're really good at that though. You're so good at just, if anyone's in the room, if you're at any dinner, you're going to ask, people questions because to you, it's a no brainer. But there's people like me who have struggled with social anxiety for a long time, which I think a lot of creators also struggle with. Definitely. It's a huge common factor that I've seen amongst our mm-hmm. peers. Um, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you just ask the CMO of a company like advice or how do you reach out and not care?
2: And not look too fangirling. And,
1: and not want to look like a fangirl. Cause I think a lot of creators are scared of looking like a fan. Uh-huh. When they're like, no, I want to be respected as another creator.
2: <laughs> okay, first of all, I get that.
1: Especially without a blue check.
2: I get it. Yeah, I don't have a blue check, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Give me my Not blue yet, check. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, first of all, get over the fangirl thing. Like, you can't, that can't be at the top of your head when you're going because you need to, like, you need to get to the point. Yeah. People are busy. Yeah. Like, stop trying to act, play it cool, and just ask your question. Yeah, It's like when someone, like... When, you're, when guys are like, oh, she's playing too hard to get. It's like, just be hard to get. Talking to people that you want advice from mm-hmm. or, or networking in general is a dance. For instance, it is okay to be genuine and admit that you are a fangirl.
1: Which again, you, I think so many people look at you and go like, whoa, how is she so like well-networked? You've done something that I haven't seen a lot of creators do. A lot of creators I've been friends with or have been around when meeting other bigger creators try to play it so cool. It's an LA thing. Try to play it so cool and almost pretend they don't even know who they are.
2: It's weirder when you do that. It's weirder. Yeah.
1: You, I have seen you.
2: It's weirder when you're like, oh yeah, I've watched your stuff. Like that's so weird. Yeah, no. And then the creator's like, okay.
1: (laughs) I just like, you do it in such a way that's not fangirly, but you're like, yo, I, I, Watched your last video, it was really dope. Like, and you're being genuine and you're being honest. And I think that's how you become good friends with a lot of these other creators on your own without me. Because they're like, oh my God, really? What do you think? And then you give them tips and they're like, Holy shit, like who are you? Like, wait, you're so cool, you're so rad. Like, you watch my shit, but you're also like, like, uh, it feels like a friend. Like, and I think people not being honest about who they watch or who they follow is like one of the biggest things that holds them back. Or new creators.
2: Yes. So my advice would be is be genuine and be unapologetically yourself. Yeah. But also the key is you have to be self-aware.
1: Yes. This is the key key.
2: This is how you do the dance. This is the
1: actual like, oh man, this is the actual like gold that you're about to say. Yes.
2: Be genuine and you can, let's say I go up to Lauren DIY, right? Love Lauren. And I'm like, oh my God, Lauren, so nice to meet you. I'm TK. I just watched your last video. Um, I love the way you did all those angles. Like say something a little that stands out. You know what I mean? Like, wow, those angles, girl. Like- Only if
1: you mean it. Yeah,
2: that doesn't go unnoticed. Like, I I love that. It can even be a video from a long time ago. Be like, you know, show that you're a a fan and you've watched, um, you you know what you're talking about. But the key is being self-aware and knowing when the fork to leave. Yeah. And just leave the conversation. When do you And leave? leave them alone once you've said what you've had to say, you know, or or once you've gotten to the point and you feel like the conversation is over, like this this is self-aware one-on-one when you're talking to anyone. Yeah. Like, When you feel like things are starting to die and it's starting to, you're like starting to spin your wheels about what to talk about. That's probably when you should leave. Yeah. Like right when you're about to leave the party or when you think you should leave is when you should leave. Yeah. (laughs) Like be self-aware enough to know that, okay, there's a bunch of other people here. They probably just want to talk to their friend and not me. Mm -hmm. Um, I've made the connection. Then at the next event, follow up. Like Lauren, oh my God, it's so good to see you again. I don't know if you remember. I'm TK. Um, I remember we talked about how good your angles are. Like the latest video, you've been slaying the angles again. Like, what's your secret? Yeah, and then maybe get in something and remember the one of the last things she said. Yeah. to you. Like, I think the key is also listening to details and pay attention paying attention like I always try to remember if someone mentions their mom their brother yeah um where they're from I try and bring it up again because no one forking listens in LA no believe it or not it's impressive when you remember where someone's from or yeah. their name yeah so if you just all you have to do is say the other day we saw someone at Coachella and I was like oh yeah you drove all the way from blah 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 right yeah, like, yeah, yeah all yeah. you have to do is pay a little bit of attention yeah. I think of Teresa Judas, pay attention, please. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the the little details help so much. And yeah. Lauren's going to be like, holy shit, she remembered when I like talked about my mom, um, you know, taking our dog to the vet. Like little stuff like that is makes you connect yes. the dot.
1: Also on the creator side, someone who's been around for a while, um, I prefer when people come up to me, smaller creators, and are like, oh my God, this is embarrassing, but I saw you at Beautycon, or oh my God, I saw you, saw you at Girls' Night In, blah, 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 and then later sends me a photo of it. Like, yeah, I, I think Ellie it's hilarious. Ellie just that. Ellie yeah. just did that, and I was like, oh my God, this is so funny, because the last thing you would want to do is, God forbid this person like stalks you, right? Like, like you're like, oh my God, like you've idolized this person for a long time, you really liked them, or maybe you, you haven't watched them for a long time, you're like, oh my God, I used to watch you all the time what if they like stalked you and like see forever go, you had like a fan photo with them. Like that would be creepy almost. Yeah. Now it's not creepy. It's it's not at all. No, at, all. at the end
2: of the day, the creator's just going to be flattered that you watch yeah, their stuff.
1: But it's better to make fun of it and make light of it. Be like, oh my God, I literally paid, my-. like anytime people tell me that, I'm like, I should refund you. I'm so sorry. You went to <laughs> Girls Night In, like LOL. Um, But just owning it and like, like, it doesn't mean you're, like, a like a weird fangirl. Yeah. Like, just own the fact that you're, like, oh, I actually
2: like your shit. Also, keep in mind, there is a line that you can cross that's not good. Like, we will not, like, don't be freaking creepy. Yeah. Like, these are the obvious things. Like, don't be creepy. Oh, yeah. Like, um, yeah, yeah don't yeah. go, don't, just be lighthearted. Be genuine. Uh, I think admit also. Admit when you're a fan and know when to leave.
1: Be willing to realize you may not ever be friends. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people, like, they idolize other creators so when they meet them. They're, like, I want to be best friends with them opposed to like, oh, I'm gonna like, they're still a person, you know, Mm -hmm. like they don't know me. I'm a stranger to them even though I think I know them really well. Um, So I think when it comes to new creators trying to network, keep all this in mind,
2: you know? And even though you know the creator very well from Mm -hmm. watching their content, they don't know you at Exactly.
1: All. You're still a stranger to them. Exactly. You
2: know? So
1: you have to build that trust. Yeah.
2: So go up, say your nice thing, admit you're a fan, um, you know, do the dance a little bit and then skirt because yeah. the next time will be even better and it's a relationship. You have to build it. You have to go on a few dates. And
1: if it flows naturally, then, you know, suggest so hanging out or something, yeah. but don't do it right off the bat. Like yeah. definitely like I don't know.
2: But I do think if you have been, you know, commenting on someone's uh, posts for a while, let's say I wanted oh, to get yeah. lunch with you. Yeah. Right. And I was a creator. Okay. And I just started, um, I would start commenting on your stuff. Even if you didn't follow me, I'd be like, yes, slay queen, like yes. let you know, I know the language you're yes. talking, right? Yes. Um, maybe reply to a few stories. Eventually maybe you see a DM where like we banter over DMs a little. And then I, I love Gary Vee's analogy. He always says jab, 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 right hook. Yes, And it's like jab a little, like comment on a picture, like, some stuff mention them in a story like jab 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 eventually when you're ready right hook and be like hey I'm actually gonna be in LA don't know if you're free seriously no pressure would love to take you out to coffee for like um, 15 to 20 minutes like I know you're so busy Um, seriously no worries if you can't um, still love you tell Chloe Uh, I say hi (laughs) like you know
1: what I mean like that's
2: all you have to do is no pressure be self aware that they're busy they don't know you it's an inconvenience of them for them to come and chat with you and go to where they live like don't make them to come to you yeah. go near where they live um pay for their drink whatever yeah. it is and then make it the best 20 minutes and the worst is when you're like oh, i should have left like an hour ago like yeah. that was a waste of an hour it's the best to have an insane 20 minute conversation and want more yes like leave everyone wanting more yes. always even Yeah, <laughs> leave them wanting more and so um then get your coffee and then again, you're still not best friends, but keep doing the dance. Yeah, Do a little uh, DMs here and there. Maybe they're in your hood the next time yeah. you can meet. That's just how relationships happen. Yeah. And um, this, treat it like you're dating, literally. I was
1: gonna say in this industry, there's a huge difference between coworkers, colleagues, peers, friends, close best friends who are actually in your circle. Acquaintances, yeah. Acquaintances. Um, I think a lot of people get very upset when friendships fail or someone collabs yes. with them and feels used. Well, that's another blah, thing. Blah, blah, blah. In the end, if you're only talking to someone when you're collabing, if you're texting someone and your whole chats are only like, hey, are you free this day to film? It's transactional. It's that's business. Not your They're not a close friend. Are mm-hmm. they a horrible person? No. They're building their brand. You're building this yours. It's business. It's business. It's mutual. Cool. But don't have those expectations of like, oh my God, they're my friend and then they just used me and then never talked to me. That's this fucking world. Like that's literally, you have to be like, don't be naive. This is something I'm like protective over TK with. I'm like, don't let anyone use you. I'm like, whatever.
2: You shouldn't expect anyone to give you anything ever. Yeah. And um, I think that it's important to like, just because you follow each other and you DM them doesn't mean they even have to reply. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, seriously. Um, people are busy and like they've got shit going on. Maybe they're having an awful mental health day.
1: Or year and they're just yeah. like off social. And yeah. they're
2: and they're off. Like you have to I I guess like stay in your it's a dance. It's literally a dance. Like it's a little like I think it's not taking shit
1: personal. Yeah. Again, it's not having the expectations of oh my God, I thought this person was going to be so nice. And then they just like smiled and took a photo with me and they didn't sit and talk for an hour. That's that's on you for having the expectation that they would take an hour out of their day when they were shopping with a friend and becoming besties with you. That's you know like I mean? asking
2: a guy you get a coffee date with once to like ask you to be his girlfriend the next time you see them. Yeah, like what? It, it, I don't know. It takes a while.
1: It, it, it just takes, it takes time. And, and and it takes effort. Here's the thing. It is okay to have those business relationships in this industry. Mm. That's what LA is. I think for a long time, I went with, I went collabing with a lot of people for a long time. I went to not collabing with people for years. Yeah. Because I was burnt out of it and I was just like, oh, like collabs are so much work. One person does all the blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I it just, I, it felt fake. And it took me a long time to realize. Collabing isn't fake in any way, shape, or form, and if I only want to do content with my real friends, that's fine. But just because you're collabing with someone and you don't talk on a daily basis, that's also fine. Yeah, it's fine to realize, oh, we're kind of just like business, like we're just like coworkers, we're just colleagues. Mm-hmm. Like we probably wouldn't be friends if it wasn't for YouTube. That is okay. I think a lot of people get very uptight and hurt when they're like, oh my god, well, at least like it felt like that in the past. Yeah. Um, and I, I when I see smaller creators have that sophomore mentality of like, oh my God, well, she was supposed to do this. And then like, I'm just like, yo, you just just aren't like best friends and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, let it be what it is. I don't know.
2: I agree. I think there's a really important thing there as well because just because you aren't best friends doesn't mean you can't have the utmost respect and kindness towards someone on and offline. I I find it to be this new like trend or new wave. I don't know if this has always been how it's or just how it is you, or just <laughs> or just my personal for you page. I feel like a lot of creators get really like. Caddy easily and then they'll go on their platform and talk poorly about other creators like this world is really small oh yeah and it's crazy oh. like the more you get in it the smaller it is and everyone knows everyone and the value of those relationships yeah it's so awkward when you like inevitably because it's a so small run into someone who just like talked poorly about you on They're their like, oh, I just, podcast yes, or on their tiktok yes. or on their whatever and um i think I don't know, I wish that, I always say like, I I just wish that we would utilize our peers more. Like, uh, why are we bringing our own people down on our own team?
1: And I get why people are, because it doesn't feel like there's enough room at the table, but there is. Yeah. And there's only one you. Literally no one else can be Alicia Marie. I think that's Mm -hmm. where a lot of my confidence has come from. Mm -hmm. Literally, it doesn't matter how big you get, like you're not a threat to me. And I shouldn't be a threat to you. Mm. That's why I'm not going to gatekeep shit from you because Absolutely. it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You don't know, uh, uh, this this actually goes perfectly from not burning bridges when it comes to peers, but also brands. Your peers are important. Your peers are so they're
2: crucial. Always be kind to your peers. Oh, just be
1: nice. Yeah. Oh my god. I just don't get be it. The girl nice. mentality. I don't get the entitlement. Yeah, well, yeah you, here, you. I'm. a, will pop up. I'm. Pretty basic.
0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu
2: slash podcast.
1: Speaking of that, like sophomore mentality, explain that.
2: I came up with this thing where it's like the type of person is what I call a sophomore. Mm-hmm. And a sophomore is think about in high school the freshmen are newbies, mm-hmm. right? The freshmen love the sophomores. The sophomores love the juniors and seniors. The juniors love the seniors. The seniors love everybody, Mm -hmm. right? Because they're at the top. They're like, I have nothing to prove. Yeah. The sophomores are the biggest dicks in the school. Yes. Because biggest douchebags, even the girls, like they're the forking worst because they think that they've been through one new freshman year that they can like rule the school and they know how to like, how it works. Same with like sophomores in college. They're the worst, right? They're just like, the worst type of frat guys, the worst type <laughs> of sorority girls, and they're just—I feel like they're mean. They feel, they have this little ego or chip on their shoulder, and they're still young, right? Yeah, they're just trying to like—I don't know. So anytime we get that energy in this space, I'm like, ah, sophomore, sophomore right? Like energy. Alicia and I will look at each other. We're like, sophomore.
1: <laughs> or if we're like—and it's not even in a in a rude way, but it perfectly encompasses—it
2: just makes you understand the, the idea better.
1: of someone who's new to this platform or newer to followers. And has a little bit of an ego, so we just call them sophomore energy, sophomore mentality, because usually that's how kind of the sophomores act. So that's why we call it sophomore energy. Um, now we've all been there. I've been there, and that's why I'm so passionate about this. And I'm gonna speak so bluntly on creators having ego because I had the biggest ego. I literally be like, oh my god, there's gonna be so many people at my meet and greet, blah blah blah. Like I literally was really? that. I would be like, oh my god, like. <laughs> could it be me no oh no no, no. <laughs> and that's why I'm
2: like fuck those bitches I'm like will they show up no
1: I mean yes yes no I still
2: I feel, feel like I'm a little stunted because I compare all of my shit to like you and Remy, so I'm always gonna be the fucking like, toddler compared to the seniors. Do you know what I mean? I
1: get what you mean. Um, I think that's why I'm always grateful for the humbling moments that I've had in my career. Like when I had a meet and greet and like literally two people came. <laughs> that's so. on a real note, I'm always scared
2: no one's gonna come to that shit. Yeah.
1: But just an ego of like, oh, I'm hot shit. Like whatever, like mm-hmm. I definitely had that.
2: I've definitely dealt with people with um that.
1: Luckily, mine definitely went away and I think just growing up and maturing is part of that. You
2: obviously have nothing to prove either.
1: I think, like
2: I, bitch you've made it.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I think my career having ups and downs has made me more like secure and like, okay, I've been doing this for a long time. Sometimes I'm like hot shit, it's Hannah Montana. Sometimes I'm cool, sometimes I'm not, you know mm. what I mean? There's peaks and valleys. Now, creators with egos. I the just, sophomores. this is something that I'm so passionate about. Cause I hear, this is something I still hear to this day from other well-known creators. Well, why did she get invited? Why am I not invited? Why didn't I get um, paid by this brand? Why didn't this brand want to work with me? That's not fair. I hate the term, that's not fair. Just so much. Um, or, But I have more followers. Like these are all things that creators to this day say. And it's an ego and it's sophomore energy. Because why didn't I
2: get that package?
1: Why didn't I get, th- why wasn't I sent that? Why, I didn't get that PR. She's
2: way smaller than me. Why'd she get that?
1: Oh my God. It bothers me the so. much. a lot of times
2: people have done that to me. How'd you get to work with them? You're way smaller than me. <laughs>
1: no. Oh my god. What a, oh my god. Uh,
2: yeah. There's so this How did you sign with them? You're like their smallest client. Stuff like that. I know.
1: Sorry, I almost I almost I almost said something. <sighs> if you have more followers than another person or more views than another and than another person and you're looking at their followers and you're looking at their views and you're comparing yours when you have, when you're getting more views and more, you are in for the rudest awakening of your life. Oof. When I, like truly the most narrow-minded I've ever been was when I was like that. When I was like, oh, her views are kind of low. Oh, I'm getting, wow, she got that in 24 hours. I got this in 24 hours. I don't like, no, bitches be, be, they be like that. Cause I know, cause I was there. yeah
2: Cause I was one. I was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is
1: the most insecure people do that first of all. Yeah. So if you're doing that, you're insecure. you <laughs> I think you're insecure. You, it, and it's true though. Like on a real note, if you're doing that, you're reaching. Mm. You're looking for anything to validate you. And what I would tell that creator or my younger self at that time, a certain amount of followers does not equal anything. If you have 10 million followers, I I don't have 10 million followers, okay? I mean, like collectively when you add them all up, like scrapping them together, you know what I mean? But like, not like on (laughs) on a platform. If you have 10 million followers, you're gonna feel like hot shit, right? You're like, oh my God, I have 10 million followers, especially if you're new. I don't care if it's YouTube or TikTok. If you're a new creator, Instagram, doesn't matter and you all of a sudden have 10 million followers, okay? And you're pissed that Chanel didn't invite you to their event. You got a problem because guess what? Look at your demo, look at your demographics. If your audience are eight to 12 year olds, Chanel doesn't give a shit. They don't care about those 10 million followers because those 10 million followers would not buy a Chanel bag. They're not the target audience. They're not the demo. The amount of creators that I see who feel like they're on top of the world because they have recent success, right? They have all these followers and they're not getting invited on these brand trips or they're not getting invited to walk a red carpet, whatever. It's not about the followers. It's about the quality of audience that you have. It took me a long ass time to realize this. You have to take, again, 10 steps back and think about one, what you want in this world, this career, this life, this journey what is the brand you've built? Be self-aware enough to realize mm. I've built a kid's channel. I wasn't. I did not realize I had built a kid's channel when I was doing like crazy life hacks or back to school. I thought I was just killing YouTube. I thought I was just getting millions of views. I did not realize I made a kid's channel content. I wish I was self-aware enough because then I wouldn't have been like, oh, why didn't Well, you're I get also invited? very young. I was still 24 making those videos. <laughs> <laughs>
2: also, I was gonna say, not to be this girl, but like sometimes there are times where you weren't invited to something you probably should have been, like analytically and demographic wise and whatever, right? But at the end of the day, life is not fair. Yes. People are like, it's not fair. Yeah, sometimes it isn't.
1: Also, there's so many creators, especially like, thank God, everything's becoming like more diverse. Like maybe they already have 10 blondes and they're just like, oh, we, you know what? We already have someone with the same demo going. Yeah. And we would love someone else who represents a whole different part of this community to come instead of you.
2: Or maybe there's someone that's smaller than you, but more dedicated to the brand and the people that work there and have built a relationship over years. And that's why they're there.
1: This is actually perfect. This goes into why you should actually have a good relationship with brands. Another thing these sophomore energy uh, creators <laughs> have is the idea they go into an event and they look for the biggest creator to talk to. Oh. Biggest wrong thing ever. Really? Yes, because that, that yes.
2: Okay, continue. Wait, I'm, I'm curious.
1: If you're going into an event just to see who's the most popular so you can like kiss their ass or like be friends with them or hope that they'll shout you out, like you're going about it all wrong.
2: Wow, You're okay. going about
1: it all wrong.
2: I've had a lot said to me. I haven't had this, um, I haven't experienced someone saying this to me yet. So this Here's is- Here's
1: my hot take. This is a hot take. This is
2: interesting. If,
1: if you're going into, if I'm going into an event and there's the number one YouTuber of all time there, I'm going to assume everyone else is going up to them. I'm going to assume they're not even going to remember me. I'm going to assume, they probably get this a lot, and they're on they're on edge, right? their Their walls are up. They're very like people are. I'm used to people using me, blah blah blah. Now go up and make the connection, like you said earlier. No one to leave, like you said. Yeah. No one to leave, but you're still at this event with a brand uh-huh. where people have spent not only days, not only weeks, literally months putting together this brand, this brand event. Yes.
2: And they're just so
1: thankful you came.
2: I'm just sitting on the diving board, ready to jump in. Oh, there. Thank God. I was like, Do you not
1: see where I'm going with this? No. Yeah. And yet, I see it time and time again. Influencers come to the event, take whatever's free, just go to whoever's most popular so they can suck their ass, right?
2: Get mad if they have to wait five minutes.
1: Get mad if they're like, oh, they only wanted a photo with me. (laughs) Or they didn't remember me,
2: right? Get mad if the brand doesn't give them VIP experience they expected.
1: Yes. And they forget that there's real people yes. behind these brands. Yes. Behind every big brand. I yes. don't care if it's Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Purr. or even just the head of fashion at YouTube. People Shout affect- out Derek. Shout out Derek, we love you. I forget if that's your proper title. I'm so sorry if I just offended you. <laughs> um they forget there are real people behind these brands who are just doing their job. Uh-huh. And there's, there's more and to doing it than what's you-
2: best for them and the brand.
1: Yes. yes, They're doing
2: their best. Yes. A lot of people ask, they're like, how did you go to this? Or how did you, whatever to me? And I'm like, well, I'm actually really tight with the people that work there now. Yeah. So they want me to come so we can hang out. Yeah. Like it's as simple as that. Yeah. And there are real people that have real lives Yes, and have real jobs and they work for this brand and they know who you are. Yes. And they want the best for you. They want the best for the brand. Um, They're also there to like make a relationship and meet friends.
1: If you're just a nice person and you talk to them and you, you know, go up to these people and everyone say, has
2: value no matter if you work for a brand or not. I feel
1: like I always Be see curious the brand people like trying to make conversation with influencers and there's like, oh, blah, 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 looking around at what other bigger creators there and they're not talking to the, br- the literal people who put on this event. And who will pay them. But then later these same influencers are the ones who get mad that they're not invited to Bora Bora or to wherever this brand trip uh-huh. is by the same company. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. And I think again, short-term gains versus long-term gains. They go into this event looking for the top influencer to hopefully be BFFs with instead of realizing like I'm here to build my brand and work with this brand and not folk. I hate, I don't, I don't know. It just, it bothers me so much because I think people, they just see, well, I have followers. I should get X, Y, Z. It's, it really is just entitlement.
2: Yeah, it is. And also it makes me so sad genuinely when I'll see, it's this new wave or this new like My For You page where all the time I'll see some creators like going off about their experience with a brand. Not to degrade their experience. Well,
1: there are times where that's needed. I feel
2: like there's a time and place to do that. And I, there's sometimes when I have friends that like work for a brand and they're just going off about how they didn't get sent a certain PR package or they weren't treated a certain way at a certain event and stuff. And I don't know. I I always think I'm like, damn, do they not realize that like people like are, there's like real life humans that work for this brand and are going to see this video.
1: Or even just that mistakes happen. Like if your PR package came busted. You don't need to make a whole expose TikTok Series, about it yeah. When shit happens. And, <laughs> like, literally sometimes the, the male person throws it over. You know what yes. I mean? It wasn't intentional. Yes,
2: it wasn't YSL's fault.
1: Yes. Yeah. However, again, I do, disclaimer, there are times I do think brands do need to be called out for shit that they've done. Yeah. Now, we're talking about the people who are just trying to get views. If you're a creator, yeah. trust me, it's so easy. Like, it's so easy just to bash something. Um, and that's why I'm really careful when I do reviews of things, right? Uh-huh. I'm like... Because they're going to see it. One, they're going to see it. You
2: always have to think they're going to see it.
1: But two, unless I actually think something's horrible, then I'm going to say that. But if you're just making a TikTok or a YouTube video, like shaming a whole, like for instance, the Kylie Swim video, I have publicly said, I thought all of them were shit. I didn't like any of them. Um, Now, I actually thought that. So it's fine for the title and thumbnail to be something about that, Uh right? It's fine to be like, ooh, disappointment, ooh, whatever. But if you're just doing it to do it, to hopefully get views using like, someone's name or something, it is such a short-term gain for you. It is, especially if it's not true. It's like, your one, your creators eventually will catch on Mm -hmm. that you do this and then they won't trust you. And that is the number one thing you can lose as a creator, the trust from your actual audience. If you lose that, again, coming from someone who was in the clickbait era of like plugging a fucking Apple charger into an Apple. Like, (laughs) bitch, I've done, like that's the worst (laughs) thing you can do. Is like Good
2: thumbnail though. I know, I know, it, I see it. <laughs> the other thing I was going to say too oh. is like, when, if and when that person that works for that brand sees that video you made bashing them, right? That mm. wasn't um, wasn't necessarily the most honest video or whatever, yeah. right? They're, people from, in this industry, it's such a small industry. Oh, bitch. You never know when that person that works for, let's say YSL Beauty, right? Oh. Is going to end up working for, your dream brand Don Julio tequila one day. And then they end up working for Amazon. And then they end up working for Apple. And then they end up working for, you know what? They're a YouTube partner manager. And now for some reason, you can't get a YouTube partner manager because they remember the day you... (laughs) <laughs> unethically bash them and their brand in your s- silly little tiktok or whatever um i'm not trying to be rude no, I'm just, oh i'm being rude <laughs> i just i just no, I, I think it. it's so important to realize that everyone's a human yes and people make mistakes life isn't fair sometimes shit happens or and,
1: sometimes you won't know why maybe yes. there is a reason and you won't know why you got passed for and, that.
2: And life happens, and just move, move on. Be nice to everyone. You never know who someone can be one day. What if one day the guy you end up dating, it, his sister was the girl that worked for the brand, and she's like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I cannot believe you're dating yes. that girl. She was such a bitch." Yes, right. Literally, what? seriously, that shit happens.
1: And in L. A. In this in, like industry, more than any other industry, people move around a lot. Yeah, I literally know someone who was at Disney, right? Yeah, then Disney company. Moved to Morphe, Morphe right? I believe. Beauty, completely separate, separate idea. Then from there went to Hourglass uh-huh. Cosmetics. Okay, and, and then now is at, I think Amazon Fashion.
2: Uh-huh. The Crazy,
1: amount, like, and love her, been working, like I've worked with her for so long. Wherever she goes next, I know I'm top of mind for her. Absolutely. She's like, Alicia is very like on her brand deals. She's like has a good work ethic and not to give people the wrong idea to like use people because you never know where they're gonna go. It's more so like, be nice. Like, I don't care. Even if it's a brand that you're like, oh, like I'm not obsessed with this brand. Like you never fucking know. Like Mm -hmm. be a genuinely nice person, have a good work ethic, get your deals in on time. Like.
2: And you'll be rewarded for that. Also, you know how like all the time you're like, if anyone's mean to you, you tell me, and then oh. we're obviously <laughs> not going to be friends, or you're not going to be um, working with them. It's just like a oh, like noted. you know how you know how you say that. You're like, yeah. tell me when someone's yeah. mean to you, and I do, and then you're like, all right, noted, right? Yeah. People do that everywhere, also, right? The, so on yes. the on the brands, like if someone's working like the person that's working for Morphe, or if they're oh, working for Benefit, or whatever managers,
1: yeah, people being like, don't work with them. They'll be
2: like you know, let's say so-and-so DMs, they're like, hey, would love free product. And then they're like, hey, do you know this girl? They ask their friend, they're like, oh yeah, that girl's really rude. But like, yeah, she'll rip you
1: off. They, she'll talk ba- Yeah, about yeah, you. yeah.
2: That's all it takes is one friend of a friend.
1: Which again, if you want to be the tabloid-esque creator, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be the Us Weekly creator, that's fine. Period. If you want to be an unreliable source, that is motherfucking fine. Genuinely,
2: it works for some.
1: And this is what I mean. Take 10 steps back and look at what you actually want And if you want to be a respected creator in any space, be respect, respect people.
2: There is times when brands fork up and you should tell them when they did or or speak up. And I think there's a good respectful way to do that. Like you can always, you know, book a dinner or lunch or you can send an email, um, maybe do it privately. um, Maybe say it in a nicer way online.
1: One of my biggest advices for people who like smaller creators and you want to start building that relationship with the brand is Believe it or not, they actually don't have many ways to get feedback from events or things like that. Yeah, that's so true. I have no <laughs> I problem. Like Courtney.
2: That's so true. That's so true. <laughs>
1: um, I tell any, anytime I go to an event, like I have no problem telling them there in that moment things I liked and things I didn't like. Usually I'll always say, um, yo, I've been to a lot of events because I have, this was great. Like th- whoever came up with this idea needs a raise. Like this was actually, this was so like, amazingly executed. Um, Or I'd be like, can I be honest? I actually don't think this was a good like attraction because of XYZ. I think people like, like it was a missed opportunity. Like, and, and granted, you know, not everyone wants to have that consulting type role, but these brands are like, thank you. Like we have no idea. Like, They've been working for hours and they have no idea other than like a post if something worked.
2: Well, there's also a difference between being rude and constructive criticism. Yes, 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 yes. yes um, yes. just like you wouldn't want someone blasting your channel and yeah. being rude about it in like a, on online. Yeah. You would want them to give you constructive criticism privately. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Not blasting it, roasting it on like this podcast. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I think there's just it's again going back to being self aware. Yes. Like Knowing how to go, how to approach things yeah. is important.
1: Pretty basic.
0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting.
1: Moving on to building a relationship with like your management or your team. This is something where like I feel like people need to take some notes. I feel very very fucking lucky to have a team around me who loves and supports me. They're my biggest cheerleaders. Same. I would shout actually, out Matter Media Group. Shout out Matter Media Group. The best in the world. I would actually die for my manager cuz I love her so much. No,
2: genuinely same. Would shout take out a bullet. Um, but we sound like the neon carnival DJ shout out North Dakota, (laughs) shout out Paris Hilton, shout out Ghana. Um,
1: And I'm a very aware. Not everyone has that experience. However, I also used to not have that experience. And I think sometimes people like, they'll be like, Oh, it's easy for you to say you have a good team. I'm like, no, I used to not,
2: you Uh, know, like I've
1: been there where I haven't, you know, and if you are trying to have a good relationship with your manager, I think a lot of people fall short in realizing what that relationship should look like. One it's mutual. You both should be benefiting from each other. It's not you're supposed to make me money. It's we're supposed to fucking make each other money. That's how it works. They help you get to your goal. They take a percentage. That is literally, boom, win win. Should be easy. It's like a relationship. It's like a romantic relationship. It's also
2: like finding a therapist. Yes. Like it. it, it sometimes it's sometimes it's hard to find a therapist, and like sometimes you don't click with your manager to begin with, yes. or you don't click. It, it does take time. Sometimes you don't click with your point person, sometimes you don't click with the first person you were supposed to sign with. That's why a trial is so important. It
1: doesn't mean they're a bad manager or that you're bad talent. It just means it's not a good fit. Yeah.
2: So it is like, you do have to date around, shop around.
1: And if you have a manager who's huge in the traditional space, they have a lot of A-list talent but maybe they've never done digital. That's actually something to be very aware of.
2: Oh, absolutely. I've
1: had a lot of friends who are like, "Yeah, well they also rep um like Selena Gomez or like other like talent like that." And yeah. I'm like, "Cool, but that actually doesn't mean anything." Mm-hmm. So, I think one red flag I would say to people who like maybe you've been approached by a management management, right? You're a new creator, you got an email, you're freaking out cuz you're like, "Oh my god, someone wants to manage me. Literally me." Enjoy the 10 seconds. Like take 10 seconds, celebrate, freak the fuck out, be so excited someone reached out and then stop. Because the amount of times I've seen creators just sign with the first person who reached out because they were so honored, usually those are horrible experiences because they don't realize that you as a creator should be interviewing them. It's mutual. You need yeah. to be like, do you know me? Like, where do you see me going in 10 years? Like like the amount of... um when I was searching for agencies I I interviewed every single one around freaking LA all of them except one said oh well yeah we could get you a book deal or like oh we could do this and I was like this is what every other creator's doing I want someone who looks at me and goes whoa I see you Alicia uh-huh. I see what you are right now I see where you could be I see where you don't even see you you could be I see the potential here let's help build you to get there yeah not like Well, we get our clients deals and blah
2: blah blah. Like not giving you the spiel. Yes. Yeah.
1: Red flags into management. Like manager or agent, whoever. If they are just name dropping all the other talent they have, like, yeah, well, for so and so I did this or this. No. Ew, red flag. Because that's cool if they're they're a good manager for that person. It doesn't mean they're going to be a good manager for you.
2: I feel like they also, it's really important for them to be able to have a vision for you and your brand that almost like you couldn't have even seen yourself. Yeah. Like they should be picking up on your weaknesses and y'all should be a great team. Yes, it is a team. You know, they should be able to be like, I see you doing this with this brand. But
1: not phony, not foo-foo, not fake. No, no, no. Like genuinely. Like
2: and see a really epic career for you down the line versus like, oh, I know this person that you can meet with. well Because that instance, doesn't really mean anything.
1: We both have the same manager. Our manager-
2: Shout out, again. We love
1: you. It's on them to realize what they're gonna pitch you for and what they're gonna pitch me for. Yeah, And they need to see how you working with XYZ brand is perfect for you and maybe a horrible match for me.
2: For instance, today I got an email about a event that I'm like so fucking excited about. And, um, it's like this exclusive, um, tennis event essentially. Mm -hmm. And I asked Alicia, I was like, yo, I'm so excited about this. Did you happen to get this? And she was like, no. And I, in my head, I'm like, well, no shit. Like, why would Alicia want to go to a tennis event? You know what I mean? Like not to say that you wouldn't. And I might ask her, I was my plus one, (laughs) but, um, same with like things that I wouldn't be into that you would be way more into. Like, of course they're going to use Alicia versus me. Like, um, you know, I'm thinking like, a vodka tequila brand that um, maybe I'm a beer girl. You know what I mean? So like whatever it is. So I don't know. I'm just saying like there's different brands for different people that your manager should be aware of what to pitch Alicia for versus me because we're completely different people and completely different brands. I have
1: multiple thoughts. One, going back to the friends and stuff, it is so important for, to be able to be like, Oh no, I didn't get invited to that. Do, Do I think I shouldn't be, Oh my God, how would, dare I not be invited? Like, no, like there are events that like, may, they like who cares? Like there are carpets that Remy goes to that like, sh- should I be maybe able to go? Yeah, sure. But did I get invited? No, don't take it personal. Yeah. Like don't take it personal. Oh my God,
2: all the time. We, we all, our whole group, we're all like, yo, did you get this? Just because we want to know if they're going, oh, yes. right? We're like, yo, did you get this email by chance? And then if not- no one cares but,
1: but when i started and i was in a very like niche lifestyle girly group yeah of friends it was very much like oh did you get invited like i got invited like it was like oh my a- god yes oh it was horrible I there's hated a reason
2: it. why i wasn't no in, in, in that
1: and i know people are still like that today like it's not a flex to be like yeah i was invited no like just oh my god i hate that another red flag in a uh, management if you're looking to sign is if they have the exact same type of talent I was with a manager who had 20. That's
2: great. 20
1: of the exact same type of creators. Why the hell would she pitch me over the other 20?
2: Like, why the hell? Like, I see why from the management perspective, why that's easier for them. Yeah. But when you're a talent looking for a manager, that's that's really competitive.
1: You want them to have a like diverse group of clients that they work with. Um, so that's definitely a flag. My other flag. This is gonna get me in trouble. (laughs) This is gonna get some of you guys in trouble. This is my own personal opinion that I'm very, very, very fucking passionate about.
2: Yeah, tell me.
1: I think, and uh, we'll get into it. I personally think a huge red flag, if your manager is taking any percent of your AdSense, if you're on YouTube-
2: Or like creator fund.
1: Or creator fund if you're on TikTok. yeah. I think that is the biggest red flag ever. Oh my ever. God. That's this awful. Is, no, this is not talked about. It's about 50-50. It's
2: like- I agree. It's. I think it's so not fair.
1: <laughs> this is not talked about. I don't think a manager should take the money that you get from YouTube AdSense. It makes
2: zero sense to me.
1: However, I would say about 50% of managers in the industry do this because it's like they, they see it as standard So a lot of talent. No,
2: I see it as taking advantage of young people.
1: I personally think it's bullshit.
2: They'll tell you it's standard, but it's.
1: But it's standard because other people do it.
2: Yeah, it's standard because other managers do it. Yeah.
1: I've even talked to like top agents and they're like, "Ah, this one's hard. Blah, 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 da, 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 da. My manager does not take any adsense from me. However. Or any
2: of her clients.
1: Or any of her clients. However, if she asks. I've even told her this. I probably would give her some because I fucking love her that much, and she's irreplaceable to me. And I think she has actually worked her actual butt off to take care of me. Mm. She would never ask me for that though because she knows that she doesn't. She doesn't make my YouTube videos.
2: So, can you explain for people that don't understand what you're talking about what it, what the fork is AdSense, <laughs> and like yes. what what do you mean they're taking your AdSense? What does um, that mean? Okay.
1: So when you make YouTube videos, the ads on the side is how you get paid. The percentage of money that you get is based off of your CPM or how much a brand thinks you're worth to be putting an ad next to your video. So this is
2: the money that YouTube personally will pay the creator from simply posting and putting ads on it.
1: Yes. So if I edit a YouTube video and I put it up, I get AdSense. Um, That's not a brand deal. That's just like a monthly check that I get from YouTube.
2: From the creator working their ass off, filming, editing, and uploading.
1: Yes. There are a handful of management teams in the world who... In their contract with talent, say you have to give me 10, 15, even 20% of your AdSense earnings. Now, this isn't just one or two minutes. like it's like a 50-50. There are people, there's a lot of people out there who would fight me on this. Me as a long-term creator, I think this is so wrong because unless that manager or that person is personally getting an editing team for you to use, helping you with production costs getting you equipment to use. Or like
2: doing your thumbnails.
1: Or like actually work, (laughs) like actually helping make this content. I haven't heard of a management firm who takes AdSense and actually helps. they, They might be out there, but I just want creators to know that that's something you can negotiate on. And I truly think it shouldn't be a thing
2: like at all. I agree. Well, and people are gonna be like, well, why? Well, the manager, their job essentially is to get you brand deals that have nothing to do with your AdSense. And that is essentially what they take a percentage of.
1: And some of their arguments may be, well, if you stop posting for a long time, like, you know, we need something to keep us afloat, then do a better job and like be a better manager and get better deals for your clients or get more clients. Like don't like to, to me, someone taking the AdSense is just like an easy cash grab. And for me, you better work for that money. Like, What the, like, oh my God. Now, again, someone's a creator right now listening and they're like, my team takes my ads they're about to talk to their manager and be like, well, Alicia Marie said. In the end, like my personal feelings aside, if someone is, one, know that that is negotiable. I've had many people that I know- So many of our friends. Be be like, hey, actually, I don't think this is fair. I want this management. Okay, sure, because they don't want to lose them as a client. Yeah. Right? They're aware. Oh yeah, like you signed this forever ago, but like, whatever. It's free money for them essentially. And two, I just want people to know that there are creators who are not doing that. And I think a lot of people get taken advantage of cuz they just assume it's normal. Yeah. And maybe that is normal for that And they're manager. so
2: excited for the first manager email. But
1: if 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 That's you not- Yes. Shop around, interview 10 different managers. Also,
2: back to the beginning of the episode, you're always welcome to shoot either of us a DM yes, or like, a veteran and be like, is this normal? People want to help and they'll tell you.
1: Oh my God. My first contract I was ever in was two years. with Ask like Automatic two-year renew- renewals. I was 16. I had no idea. I was in a four-year contract where I could not legally leave. I had no fucking idea. Was it my fault? Yes. I didn't have a lawyer look over it, but also I didn't have money for a lawyer. Yeah. My parents did not even have a lawyer. I didn't yeah. even know like people had lawyers. And honestly, like- if that's you, if you're like, cool, I I need someone to look over this. I don't have money. That's like 500. What the fuck? That's so much money. You know, that's ask a around. a ton of money. Have yeah. your parents look over it. Have your aunts or uncles look over it. Also, ask DM around. a creator. Also, you never know which of your friends is like uncle or cousin or whoever is a lawyer and would probably be very happy to look over it for free. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like you kind of in the beginning you have to kind of work with what you can do because like you you don't have the money to do legal fees like the way that I can now you know Mm -hmm. so it's hard for me because I'm like I get not having a lawyer and I've been there where I've been stuck in a contract but I wish I could have told myself just like read over the fine print like you never know
2: I remember when I was signing with matter media group Mm -hmm. I hired your lawyer yeah um to do my like redlining on the look at look it over and it was a fuck ton of money for me at the time you're like
1: I don't have this money
2: and I remember being like is this worth it like should I have a family friend look over this like they're not in entertainment and I remember you being like trust me like you'll be fine but like in that moment I was like this is so much money yeah and so yeah all I have to say in regards to like all of this is like don't be afraid to ask people that have been doing this a long time questions
1: yeah Ask a lot of questions. Um, also, again, shop around. Find someone who, like, sees you. And even if you have 10 different managers coming to you, be like, hey, I actually really want to sign with you. However, the AdSense is a non-negotiable for me. Like, you can, you can negotiate. And that's something I never knew for literally probably, like, eight years. At least. At least eight years. And in the end, like, it shouldn't be pulling teeth. It should be so easy and so mutual. There should be so much respect Between you and your team. And again, going back to the brand thing, you never know where people are gonna be. Like, my main agent right now once was my old agent's assistant. And I was nice to him because you be nice to everyone. Yeah. Don't treat assistants like shit. Don't treat waitresses like shit. Interns, yeah. Interns, like, again, just be a nice person, like, to everyone. Work hard. And then,
2: especially, cannot emphasize this enough. Your peers, like other creators and people in the industry should be on your team. Yeah. And they are. It's just like, I feel like being nice, like going the extra mile to remember little things and um, be a kind person. I I know it means a lot to me when someone, you know, comes up and says, hi, remembers things I talked about.
1: Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. It stands
2: out so much. And going back to your manager, like when you're shopping around, I think it's so this is such a stupid thing because you're like, duh. But you really have to look for someone that just like truly believes in you. And oh, and totally. trust your instincts. Yeah. Like, like, if I didn't upload, would this person still believe in me? Like oh do they <laughs> do they root like do they root for me? without me convincing them to do you know what I mean like do they actually root for me are they my biggest cheerleader because that's what will make a great duo and will make both of you a lot of money Yeah, someone that is there to like fight for you and pitch the fork out of you because they believe in you
1: someone that I used to work with um I actually I really do love them and I'm sure this was just like you know maybe it caught them off I don't know I'm like I hope they're not listening to this um they thought Taryn was my mom and I remember being in that moment thinking, oh my God, if you watched any of my stuff, like she's oh, in all like my- Oh, like on your
2: management team,
1: they thought that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, when I introduced them to Taryn, they're like, oh, are you her mom? Like, so, And I was like, oh my, I was so embarrassed. I was like, like my management should know, like, and, she, and Taryn was in all of my shit. Like oh, it was a really so well, bad like, and I benefit of the doubt, but prime example, like, before they should I be introduce- a fan of yours.
2: They should know everyone in your vlogs. Yes. Your management. Yes.
1: Like, like, oh my God. Like, when, before I even introduced Taryn, they should have been like, oh my God. They should Karen. know your
2: content. Yes. Yeah.
1: Also, last main point on management and teams, I'm so passionate about all the shit. Um, you should not feel locked in a contract. How we were going... Like, you should be able to basically get out anytime because it yeah. really is like, hey, this should be mutually beneficial. Why the hell would you want to be with someone who doesn't want you as a client? And why would they... Feel like oh I'm stuck with them for two no that's a waste of both of your guys's time energy and money totally like you need to find someone who it's like hey I believe in you and you should feel that respect and that trust and it does take time to build um and feel you should feel I don't know don't ever feel like you're bugging them don't ever feel like you should be able to text them call them be like hey I need help like th- with this deal you should be helping you just in all aspects I
2: think um a great example is when I'm always like what's the difference between a manager and an agent and you're like a manager really is your mom and there to like almost hold your hand yeah well an agent is more so like
1: you talk to them once a week ish yeah um they're there to like execute the bigger deals mm. if I wanted to go on tour I would go to the touring department of UTA and they would help me like finalize that now my manager would be in on all the calls they would help like do that However, as like the facilitating part would be on UTA. totally Writing a book would be on them to like help find publishers or like whatever.
2: You know, what's also interesting is like speaking of just um, teams in general, it really is a shopping process for the creator and going back to like circling back to everything, being nice to everyone, et cetera, et cetera. And word of mouth, like creators, when you're shopping around for an agent or a manager, Like ask your friends, ask your peers what they think of so-and-so manager, agent, whatever agency. That's very normal. Uh, That's very normal to like get opinions because all it takes is one other creator for me to be like, oh, they said this to me once and it was really rude and they talked poorly about so-and-so or they talked poorly about their clients in front of others or like, you know what I mean? Like things like that or, you know, I've even had times where there's people in the industry that I'm like, oof, I did not like that. And when one day I want to sign with someone or do something- you know, I, I think I'm going to remember that. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important no matter what industry yeah. you're in, whether you're talent or you're behind the scenes, do your job and it's okay to vent to your yes. friends. But I think uh, it's really important to be kind and Just don't be literally. rude and self-aware.
1: Yeah. Drop the ego. Yeah.
2: Drop the sophomore mentality
1: and drop the sophomore mentality. And uh, on that note, we've been talking for a very long time. Yes. So uh, I think we're going to wrap this up. Um,
2: <laughs> I hope this provided some sort of insight. Oh for y'all. no,
1: this was so, this flew by for me, like good, flew good, by good, good, good. my computer died. I'm like,
2: <laughs> yeah. And if you want any more podcasts, like regarding this stuff or questions, DM us yeah. maybe we can do another one or I don't know or on mine
1: yeah oh my god totally thank you so much for being here because yeah this was so good and thanks so, so fun. much for having
2: me I feel um feel so cool
1: no I loved it so much if you guys want to follow TK on all her stuff definitely go do that um as well as the pretty basic channel and Remy will be back next week do not worry uh, thank the lord everyone say get well Remy I hope you feel better and uh wow this was great okay bye I'm talking too much bye <laughs>